Take charge of your thoughts. Take charge of your life. Psychologist, author, speaker, musician, former professor, and the host of Love and Life, Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Welcome to Love and Life. I'm Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. You have questions and I am here to support you in any way I can. So I'm going to be rolling out some Q&A episodes over the next week and hope that I can be helpful as you pose your questions about love, life, relationships, friendships, all the things. So let's jump in right now. Hey, Dr. Karen, Uh, my question is being a supportive friend when your friends complain about their relationships all the time. Um, I have one friend who has broken up and gotten back together with her boyfriend four times, um, and all she does is complain. There's With his uh, ex-wife, there's no set custody arrangement, so she's always complaining about the kid and the schedule and how they're always fighting, and she said they've been back together two months this time and all they've done for fight is two months and she wasn't going to go into another birthday uncertain like this but now she still is and then I have a friend who just got engaged to a guy she's always complaining about how he makes her pay for everything and he's giving up custody of the child from his first marriage and I just don't know what to say to them in the beginning I kind of said my piece but now I feel like I need to be supportive and I don't know how to do that without being like giving them false hope So this is a very tough question. You know, a lot of my content covers romantic relationships, but our friendships are so important for us. And the psych research shows that we are not only emotionally healthier and happier, we're also physically healthier and happier if we have a solid foundation of social support, solid friendships, friends we can rely on and count on to help us through those valleys that we are going to walk through in this life, there is no avoiding those valleys. And we become friends with someone because we share similar values. Obviously, we have common interests. We have a common way of doing life. And so we're drawn to one another. And the thing about friendship is that when we try to maintain friends throughout our lifetime, sometimes our values change or their values change. Or we had so much in common when we lived in the same dorm room in college, but As we start making adult life choices, we see that they choose situations and circumstances that we wouldn't. And it sounds like that's what's going on here. You have two friends who are making relationship choices that you would not make. And one friend is on again, off again for four times and saying there's no set custody with her boyfriend's ex, with the kids. And it sounds like she had declared that she wasn't going into another birthday, being uncertain about the status of the relationship. Yeah, here she is. Your other friend is going to be with someone who is giving up custody of his child and she pays for everything. These are big, big concerns. We're talking about children involved. And right off the top, I have a real problem with someone who would abandon his kid, give up custody to be with your friend. As someone who advocates for children because they are the ones who are vulnerable in these situations, that is not a stand-up guy move to say, I'm not going to raise my child. I'm not going to live by my child just so I can be with this woman. I, that's, that's, I have a big problem with that, so I can understand why you do too. 
And it's a value issue. It's that you created a child and you need to raise that child and that child needs a father in his or her life. So that would be hard for me. And the other situation would also be disappointing because I'd be wanting more for my friend. I'd want something that was more solid and stable for my friend than an on again, off again, four times and the chaos with the no set custody arrangement. And step parenting is a challenge for sure. I've spoken to this a couple times on my podcast, one time with Kendall Rose, the author of The Stepmoms Club, How to Be a Stepmom Without Losing Your Money, Your Mind, and Your Marriage. That's episode 64. And then in episode 105, I speak with Christina and Gannett of the Radical Stepmoms podcast. And we talk about grieving the life you thought you'd have. So the fact that your friends are considering this life, which is complex and can be very rewarding, and I talked about this in depth with Christina and Gannett on their podcast, the Radical Stepmoms podcast, and I talked about how there are unexpected blessings and beautiful moments in step families that you probably don't even anticipate initially because you're worried and concerned, like this is going to be hard, I don't know how to do this, what's the roadmap for being a stepmom? This is all big stuff. So I am with you. They need to be taking this very seriously. And because there's other realities of these relationships, apart from the step family reality, this would be hard for me if my friends were going through this and, like you said, complaining all the time, yet not making changes. And that's hard no matter who it is. If it's a coworker, a family member, a friend, romantic partner, when people complain ad nauseum, but never do anything to change the circumstance they're complaining about, that gets exhausting. So what do you do about it? I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer here. As I spoke to earlier, when our values aren't aligned, it's hard to have deep, intimate relationships. We don't see the world the same way. We don't approach our struggles and our trials the same way. We don't have the same worldview. And I'm not saying it's impossible to still be friends with someone who you don't see eye to eye with on everything because that's unrealistic as well. But your friendship may not be as close as it once was. And friendships go through seasons. So there may be a season where you guys aren't quite as close. And then in 10 years when things are different, you're closer again. That's very natural and normal as well. So I think you have a couple options. Option one is to just start to create a little distance and try to connect with people who are more aligned with your value system and your choices and the way that you do life. But that involves essentially losing these friendships or at least losing the level of intimacy and the depth that you had in these friendships. And you may not want to do that. Option two would be to lower your own expectations for what they're going to do with the information you give them. When they ask for your advice or when they complain about their boyfriends, just lower your own expectations. Know that you're going to have a conversation with them and they're going to do what they're going to do regardless. And that's an option as well. You can just say, I will have this conversation, maybe even try to redirect the conversation if it goes on so long and you know that it's going to be a lot of you sharing ideas and suggestions and them not listening to those ideas and suggestions, that, that option just keeps you 
present, keeps you connected, keeps you being supportive, but also protects yourself a little bit from how exhausting it is to continue to share your thoughts and opinions, even though they never really take them to heart. The nice thing about this is that maybe they will eventually take things to heart. Maybe they really will eventually hear what you're saying and find within themselves the strength to make different choices. But you're not expecting that. You're saying to yourself, I'm going to say my piece again. I'm going to provide love, support, loyalty to my friend, but I'm not going to hold my breath that they're going to make any different choices in their lives. But they might. And that might be a choice that feels better for you than to create a little distance. And I think option three is another valid approach, which would be to say to them next time they bring up and start complaining or asking questions and and asking for advice that they're not going to take. You could say something like, listen, I love you so much. I only want what's best for you. You know that I've shared with you that I don't think this circumstance, this relationship is good for you. It's really hard for me as your friend to watch you go through this. And I just can't have this conversation anymore. So you create a boundary and that's hard to do, but you create a boundary that basically says, I love you, but I can't keep having the same conversation. And you could even say something like, it's too hard for me. It's too painful for me to watch you suffer like this and not do anything about it. So I'm going to have to ask you that we talk about other things and I'm just going to keep believing and hoping that you will make choices that will demonstrate your love for yourself and that you know you deserve better than this, but I can't keep having this conversation. So that's an option as well. Not an easy one to take, but an honest one to take. And really you can maintain honesty in each of these options. Whether you create a little distance or if you decide to just lower your own expectations or to set a boundary. Either way, I think is a valid approach and reasonable. And I know it's a hard situation when you're going through this with friendship. So I do hope this helps a little bit. If you have a question, head over to my website, loveandlifemedia.com. Click on the Ask a Question tab, and I'll do my best to support you in whatever's on your heart and mind. Love and Life is produced by Tim May and hosts and executive producer, Dr. Karen Anderson-Abram.